Transient Mike. Write, record, preserve. Transient Mike. 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 You'd rather be in the studio and nowhere else, right? In some ways, in many ways. Yeah, yeah, that's, I love it. I love that. I just love the, the trance, you know, the hypnotic and meticulous sort of, it's like a healing exercise to just focus on one thing and build it until it's done and then do another one. And I like the hypnosis of it. It's safe, you know, my brain's safe there. Now you judge us. Danny Malone has much to live up to, but that's merely the outside opinion. The reality is that Danny has always lived life as a living legend. In this episode, he shares his songs, experiences, and opinions about the trajectory of his career. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, again, where we feature an artist, a four-track reel-to-reel session, and then some conversation about music and life. I'm your host, David Ventura Garcia, and today we have a co-host in the studio, Eric Panico. Welcome, man. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. So Eric, so Eric is a, he's a newfound advocate for our, our, our organization here, Transient Mike. He sort of serves for uh, Black Fret as a volunteer, and then you also do, what is your other relationship there? Uh, well, I, I'm, a, I'm a founding member, I guess you could say. I've, I've been with them since uh, they started this uh, this charity in Austin, and uh, I, I love being uh, an advocate for the arts here. Uh, you know, this part of living in Austin is uh, support musicians, and I, I absolutely love it. And Black Fret, that's another great Austin nonprofit. It fosters creative musical talent in the form of a grant. And then, so we're so glad to have you co-host today. I think this is something that we're going to do more often because the bigger idea behind our four-track series is to have several hosts across uh, many artist performances and some interviews so that we can curate sort of a, a variety of voices and portray a vibrant music scene that's all across, you know, Austin and all genera- genres. And, and so today... You're going to introduce us to a very talented artist here uh, by the name of Danny Malone. Welcome to our studio. Hi. Yeah. So tell us, tell us about your relationship. How did you guys meet? And, and let's, let's get into it. Well, that's kind of complicated, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we can well, say that. I don't know, man. Well, I, I guess Danny Malone was introduced to me through uh, our mutual friend, Colin Kendrick, uh, who's one of the founders of Black Fret. And uh, when I joined Black Fret, um, Danny Malone was one of the first artists that, that I got to experience with uh, that, that organization. Where'd you and, see uh, me? Oh, man, you know, I don't even... I, I, think, I think the first time I saw you was at Spider House. There was a, mm. a kickoff event oh, yeah. for oh, yeah. Black Fret, and the Spider House was, uh, was happening there. And I don't even think I, I hung around for your whole performance, right? I was, that's, just, that's I was cool. like wandering outside. And that's and pretty cool like, to know. But, but who was there? It was my wife. Katie was there. Right? Yes. Yeah. My wife. She and, took uh, a photo of She was it. taking pictures for Black Fred at the time, yeah. and she took some wonderful photos. We have one of them on our wall. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and she started gushing about you all the time, and I was like, all right, well, I, you know, I got to give this boy a chance, I guess. And, yeah. you know, over time, she, she turned me on and, uh, you know, kind of, kind of revealed how special you are. So, uh, yeah, we, we became friends over the past few years, and, uh, yeah, Danny's uh, one of the 
biggest badasses in Austin. What that's the thing we 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 talked about getting you to come on and be a co-host because we want to form a relationship with Black Fret, but not only that, just just that idea of of many voices, right? And when we thought about it, I said, well, who are you going to bring? And he said, I think Danny Malone will be the, the guy. And I said, okay, if you're comfortable with it, let's do it. And when you turned me on to the music, I started, you know, listening to it. And I'm going to say right off the bat, you know, um, again, we as Transit Mike don't say we're experts and we know every every musician out there. that We're still discovering. That's what's great. We're, we're preserving, we're discovering. So you're new to me and as a new voice... I think it's wonderful that you picked Danny Malone to be with us here because, Danny, I'm going to say that you're sort of like the indie of indies in a way. I, I can see that being your, your, you know, your presence here in Austin is just, I, I really like what you're doing. That's what I'm saying. I really, it really locked into to some of the sounds that I've heard. What does so that mean? The what, indie the of indie. The indie of indies. I just think that, that like, you got to be in the know to know Danny Malone. What's he, up? But, yeah. he, but he also, you, a lot of people do know you. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people do mm -hmm. know you. And I like that. I like that about you. There's sort of, sort of a mystique. So tell me, tell me about that mystique and tell me what you are about and where you see yourself. You know, what, what are you doing? What am I doing? Uh, what My mystique? I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of a... Um, I, I don't... I don't go out much into the public, and I don't I don't uh, talk much, and I'm not really at the hip events and stuff. I don't know what, what it is. I just sort of do art and focus on that, and and, and people I don't know scare me, and it's they don't scare me. I just um, I'm just afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Eric, you said you, 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 Danny. Am I right when I'm saying you'd rather be in the studio and nowhere else, right? In some ways, in many ways. Yeah, yeah. That's, I love it. I love that. I just love the trance, uh, you know, the hypnotic and meticulous sort of. It's like what is it? Like monks sort of will will focus on you know like uh, Zen gardens, just you know making like it's it's a a healing exercise to just focus on one thing and build it until it's done and then do another one and i like the the hypnosis of it it's safe there in you know my brain's safe there. Yeah, and and you shared it with us early on because we told you, hey, well, come on in and do our four track reel to reel. And you you're using uh, a four track, right, as well, or some, or you've done some recording. I made an album on a four track, a little cassette tape four track um, album. Speed Dreamer is the album. I like four tracks. <laughs> and that's a brilliant album too. And I I think uh, you know it, it's 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 one of those things it's like you know unless you're going to invest the time and in going out there and really appreciating what recorded material is out there uh, it, it's it's hard to really kind of get a grasp of what you are who you are as an artist right and i i think um you know the, these days it, it it seems like there has to be like a touring aspect there has to be like a live performance aspect to uh to artists to supplement what they do in the studio uh, what what are your thoughts about that? Have have you thought about uh, kind of kind of like what uh, what your role is in kind of getting your message out there and getting your message to uh, more people? You know, like just just. Um, I don't know. I don't feel an obligation to do that, um, and that's one thing that I guess I struggle with, um, or or. I grapple with that uh, concept with people who, 
try to help me and want to want to push things along um, because I, I just make it I, I like there, there's this idea of making it in the in the but I mean I I made it the album's done you know what I mean it's like I don't care after that too much and maybe if the promotion of it is a byproduct of me making videos and because uh, I want to do that because it's art and it's fun and expressive and stuff uh, then so be it you know it's great that it can be promoted and stuff but I don't know I just don't I don't have this like climb I don't feel this obligation to climb like it seems is expected to want that seems like part of the game or part well, of the I think that's job. part of the game you know today but I don't think it was part of the game say like in the <laughs> 60s because you know what when there's a product that you you know if you if you think about what you do as a product and uh, that that product was something that can make money for a lot of people in the 60s and 70s that's something that they just did they took it and they ran with it so the artist didn't have anything to do with that <coughs> right so you could just focus on being an artist right uh, but but today it seems like a lot of the artists that become successful and get their message out there and kind of permeates the consciousness of this country and yeah, the yeah. world. It's it's the stuff that they're they, hustlers. They, yeah, they're hustlers. They hustle and stuff. Not, good for them. The same. I, you know, well, I, good I, for them, I guess. But I think it kind of it kind of you know taints the message. Like it doesn't it doesn't get like the the the, the, the real true kind of emotions out there. The kind of stuff yeah. that you can deliver like doesn't you, end up getting out there. You can't be great at more than one thing. I, you know, and so if you, if you take your energy to, um, to the streets, you know, and uh, try to sell your potion across the country, um, it's, it just is going to eat away at your, what you can do in because it's about your brain. It's about going into your mind. It's not practicing scales and whatnot. It's about, do you completely live in your world or are you in their world trying to get their money let's talk about the hustle a little bit because you were signed with a label you have released (laughs) several albums and so there was there was a moment there where where you were expected to hustle and and so was what what was that moment like and then when you realized that the moment where you didn't want to hustle anymore can you let, let, let us know about that um well i mean i was i was in the I was in the game, you know, I sort of thought that that was what was going on, and I guess I had some ego, and I wanted the attention and stuff. felt good to, like, feel like I was that one of those musicians, you know, that, like, you're supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. felt like I was, if I have a career, I it should look like it or whatever. It's my family wanted to know what I'm doing, then I'm a musician doing something, you know. But um, now I don't care what they think I'm doing. And, um, well, uh, I'll explain. Um, I wanted to tour, and I did tour. Um, but touring is um, hard and very, and can be, it can break you down and, and just sort of slow you down and just eat at you eat at your drive in a way because it can be just about the money in, in at times and shows are off, great optimal shows are sometimes hard to come by and uh, I don't know I, I toured with um, a big band the la- uh, year before last and played to like thousands every night for like four months um, and you know that's what I heard is that that's a cool that's cool, and uh, 
I didn't like it. I just, and I, it wasn't because I was overwhelmed or anything. It just felt not creative, you know? And I was just, the attention of it, the luster just was not, there was no luster very quickly. It was just sort of a hint. It was a cumbersome. It was in the way of me wanting yeah. to do something. Yeah, you know, I, I saw four of those, uh, five of those shows when you were on tour. And uh, what, one of the things that stood out for me is the robotic nature of what you have to do when you're doing that kind of thing. It's like, you know, um, so I'll just say Blue October was the band, right? So it's um, uh, the, the way that they did their show, it was awesome, but it was the same yeah. every night. And I, I could see how that would really wear down on you. Um, and if, yeah, if that's the end game, if that's where this climb is headed, um, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do what they do. Um, and so I didn't see, I, you know, so quick climbing, if that's where I'm headed, do something else. And that's, so start, learn how to work with wood, <laughs> learn some power tools. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you have a special way of performing. I think, you know, it's like, you know, you, you have to kind of get naked perform right like, whoa and you gotta, not, those days well, are behind me in a sense it's like you're you're bearing your soul out there you're being you like whoever you are at that moment you're being you and that's what makes magical performance right that, that that's how you do it so if it's not going to work that way if it's like all right you're on this stage and you're got to do it this certain way because of the way we got all the and you got to be there at this time and do things at on, on a timetable yeah it doesn't work. There's like this. That magic isn't accessible once right, you right. make it a formula. You have right? thirty minutes to um, just make sure you're. But you just cross your fingers that your fucking amp works. And yeah, that, right. that you're. I don't know that your next that your next your guitar is going to be in tune for the next song and just like I don't know. There's just so many little things that <coughs> I don't want to. I just want to. Dance. <laughs> well, let, let, let's talk about some because we we got we got to play a song for everybody so they get to hear what you're what, what you're doing. So we're gonna start with a song that uh, that ties. We'll tie it back to what we're talking about, and and it's called Living Legends. And lyrically, it has a lot to say, and it, it borders on a sort of a acoustic punk uh, in a way, and, and a future folk as you call it. So I think I think it's a good it's a good song to lead with. So let's go let's go ahead and roll on Living. Legend, and then we'll talk about it, okay? Okay. Doing reels in the bathroom of a Motel 6. Yep, we're living legends. Pretty funny spending money when it doesn't exist. Yep, we're living legends. It's your last night in town. Just hanging around. Oh. Tell you, buddy, it just doesn't get no better than this. Yep, we're living legends. Rising above all the dust 
definitely heading to hell tonight And I know heaven has designated Satan to keep an eye on us So we stand in the sun Going completely numb Oh, I tell you cousin It just doesn't get no better than this Yep, we're living legends Oh yeah, we're living legends You got that right We're living legends, you know Damn right We're living legends, uh You got that right, man Living legends You can stay out of my life we're living legends you know we're gonna die we're living legends you know we're fucking high we're living legends all right damn right we're living legends you know damn right we're living legends and one day it's gonna So we're back, living legends, or legend, living legend, <laughs> living legends, great. Uh, that, that's such a good song because I, I, lyrically, like I said, you're referencing this idea of, of being grand and achieving something within your your own circle and, and your own, you know, your own uh, living space like you're talking about. You just want to be there. But t t tell me about uh, writing that song and what and what, what was the inspiration for that? Um... I just wanted to, um, I don't know, just to sort of make fun of uh, my ego a bit, you know, and just be like, but also say, like, you're all thinking it, like, whatever, just to get off my ass if I, if I do whatever I want, if I'm a badass, and y'all say I'm a badass, so can I do whatever I want? Y'all told me I'm a badass. Yeah, that, that, I'm not sure anymore. I'm. Not, I don't think I'm a badass. I don't really know what I'm talking about right now. But um, it's just. It's basically just making fun of the whole. Well, it's. I wanted um, credence to be an asshole. Well, the, but but there but there is a certain amount of expectation being having for, you know received a black fret grant and, and making your rounds and being on a label and touring with a big band tell, tell us about that experience uh, eric you can share with us i mean what are some of the comparisons that have been made in danny malone's career right what what have you read about that i've i've talked to a lot of artists and sometimes you know danny malone comes up as a subject and sometimes you know you, you get you get kind of this mixed reaction of being in awe and being <laughs> pissed off because it's like Why? how come how come i can't do what danny malone does oh you know like that me. that kind of attitude like yeah danny malone's awesome that son of a bitch oh, right? shit. <laughs> you know? well so, so i've i've heard that uh but uh you know, bob schneider loves to gush about you and he's uh he's he, he did did a, a song with you tom petty breakdown Mm. Uh, did it a little duet. It's kind of like you know, kind of yeah, kind of Bob's into you a bit. My buddy, there. he's my buddy. And uh, like you know, the, and the Moody Theater in 2013, you went on stage and did uh, you did sailing, sailing, kind of introduce you and you did oh, that. Oh yeah. Um, you know what? Why should people care about that? About what? About Bob Schneider being all about you and being about you being a, like oh. you said like, you were like one of the best songwriters in Austin and uh, you know he's should uh, are they should they should they I I don't 
don't care. Know. Who's Bob Schneider? It's, who's this guy? Bob Schneider is just he's my friend. He's I like him. <laughs> well, that was the thing is you have Austin pictures here. Bob Schneider is one of them. He's he's been around for a long time. And and again, it was a compliment that he was paying you. But I think your answer to that was Living Legends, and that's what I think lyrically. You know, there's comparisons in in, in our town. We've had you know host. Uh, we've been sort of Towns Van Sant has 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 come and go with us, you know, and Blaze Foley has been here and, and blessed us with his presence. You know, there's just, just a lot of people, and, and so the, so we're saying, well, well who, are, who are the bards of today that we, that we're, we need to listen to? And I think you're one of them. I think that you really fit the bill. Like I said, it's like the indie of indies, but, uh, but, but, but there's, there's more to it than that. Because lyrically, like I said, living legends, like, I mean, even just you chose to use, you know, hey, hey cousin, you know, it's like... You know that's cool. That's, I've never heard that as a lyric. Why, why cousin? I mean, you know, hey man. People say, hey dude. Oh right. Yeah, but you say, hey cousin. I mean, I think that's got I think, a good vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it that. rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes, but <with> doesn't. <laughs> so, so let's talk about some of the things that you um, that you're working on right now. I know that uh, we're gonna get to feature another song of yours here in a little bit. But, but you're currently you're you you i think i hear you live in a in a in a barn you call it in in a, in a place in a space that has some many uh, recording tools and 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 what are you doing to occupy your time uh, uh well i've been renovating uh <laughs> The so, soul, renovating the soul in the... No, literally the barn. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, it was just like a big shell when I, a lot like my soul. Uh, uh, maybe there is, a, 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 you can conflate. Um, but um, it's just been a project of, of like, it was just a shell and slowly um, it... it um, started coming together and I put a stage in there first and I started throwing shows there and there is like punk rock shows essentially and freaking bun- you know, a bunch of people would come in and was that the magic barn fantastic special is a special magic barn fantastic that's right that was a venue name um it's on you you can check in when you go there but that's, that's still a thing on Facebook apparently anyways uh and then now there's uh I don't know after that all that touring and stuff that I did, and I just kind of got burnt out. I just needed it a minute uh, after that because it was like a shock to your my system to sort of realize that whoa, what am I climbing to? Um, and uh, so I started renovating <laughs> and uh, built a, a second story in there. Took that stage out, built a second story, made it a whole different vibe. Um, I want to throw shows there again but they would be like classy no not not so punk rock it'd be like um punk uh punk um uh it'd be kind of like punk rock i guess classy like. punk rock it'd be like okay. yeah class punk classy <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well let's uh so let's <laughs> punk-tastic <laughs> special magic punk-tastic well, well that's the other thing that i've read in articles about you because you don't subscribe to any certain genre i mean you've been you know shoegaze and punk and folk future folk and, and even some had said it sexy a, depression yeah, sex and depre- sexy depression yeah so so it, i think that's part of the reason why you know it's it's hard to to understand you know directionally where you're going because everybody wants to put you in a box in a genre and you and you don't need to be there I, that's what i like so but but 
what were those early influences? Because like I said, you have an interesting backstory even early on. I know that, you know, some of that was was stemmed from when you were a young young man and you <laughs> you were kind of shipped off for a little bit, yeah? Not in a box, uh, yeah, but I was, yeah, yeah, I could have been shipped off in a box. Yeah. But that's that was a joke. <laughs> I get it. But anyways, but UP USPS wouldn't wouldn't take me. Um, yeah, okay. So I went to a like there's a therapeutic boarding school, just cause. Ooh, I don't know why I got kicked out of like every school that that I ever went to, um, and I don't know why. I was just not into it. But it, but it I wasn't an asshole. But it turned out your biggest form of therapy was the guitar, right? I mean, that was a form of... Um, right. It was sort of... Well, yeah. And then they would... Uh, the place was really not cool. Mm-hmm. Traumatizing. Um, and so when I could play the guitar, which they would only allow uh, every few days for a couple hours or something... Um, it was really, I would really uh, cherish that and like hold on to it and play it in my head and stuff uh, when I couldn't. And then they'd like take it away from me as punishment for whatever. Wow. All that time, like in my head, being quiet there because you had to bite your lip and stuff sort of made me more very compassionate and I listened very presently because um, I don't know. Um, so the silver lining is that I, uh, I guess I just focused on trying to be really funny and, um, making other people, um, feel okay and be present. And, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, my gift is presence. My gift, my gift is presence. That's funny. Well, that, no, but that, <laughs> that's a, that's a great segue into the song that we're going to hear next because... If there's anything that, that really resonates, I think this, this song lyrically is what you're talking about, being present. So we're going to listen to 19 Days, oh, yeah. and let's roll on that, and we'll come back and talk about that song. Okay. Rolling. time on my hands I see a lot of eyes lugging bags full of sand Runway's clear ain't nothing keep you here 
And life is just how much you can stand It's been an honor, bud You're truly beautiful, man God allotted us The gift of you and that bed And time for all of us To say what had to be said I'm just guessing That's more than just a blessing Not a lot of folks get the chance Say goodbye to a truly beautiful man. Nineteen days living in a hospital. Nineteen days life would be impossible. Nineteen days sweating part of the plan. But I said, sir. Play that one, the honeybee, 19 days And sing as loud as you can You're losing your number one fan A truly beautiful, truly beautiful Got a lot of thoughts spinning round in my mind. Got a lot of lost, lot of lost left to find. Hard as we try, just some parts of life we ain't gonna understand. It's been an honor though, you truly beautiful man. 19 days living in a hospital, 19 days anything is possible, 19 days it's what part of the plan. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I said, sir. truly beautiful.
Okay, so 19 Days, that was a beautiful song. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with that one because, Eric, well, share with us when you yeah. heard. I, I remember the first time I heard that song, you were in uh, Colin, Kendrick's, Colin Kendrick's living room, a Black Fred founder, and uh, my, my wife and I were there, and you said, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember what you went through. You were sitting like in front of the fire. Maybe you don't remember this. You were sitting in front of this fireplace, and you were like going through this whole mental exercise, just being like, all right, all right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. You know, you were, you were nervous. You were real nervous because I, I, I guess you never played in front of people before. Is the sense that I got. I hadn't played that song. Right. Uh, yeah, and it was only uh, a couple, couple months after my dad died. Maybe right. a month. I don't right. know. Yeah. yeah, it was real close. And and you you were you know close to Katie and I at the time. We know what you went through. And uh, to watch you perform that that song in front of everybody, I mean, I think you know, thirty seconds in, Katie and I were we were crying, and we didn't stop for half an hour. So it was it was a real beautiful thing to watch, and I'm glad you did that for us today. I haven't heard you play that song in a couple of years, so uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, no problem. It's uh, yeah, it's I'm I'm grateful that it's a song I, i'm glad i'm glad i wrote it i guess but i'm not not even glad i wrote it i'm just i'm glad i know how to play it <laughs> well, can, can you, oh, sorry can you, can you talk about that lyric when you say that uh that your dad said play that one the honeybee oh yeah because i cover this taj mahal song called queen bee but my dad was all loopy in the hospital and uh he he would call he didn't know he loved he wanted me to play that song all, all the time he was just like loved he wanted, it was just what he wanted to hear. I was, I was all right, Dad, what do, you, what do you want to do? What do you want to hear? He's like, let's hear music. Play the Honey Bee song. And I didn't correct him that it's called Queen Bee. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, I don't know, and that's where that line is from. Well, and, and, and it's a real testament to what you're saying, that the, the gift of, of being present. Because when you had to write that song, obviously you were calling on a time when you were, when you were present. And, and, and I wanted to ask you why... What was what's the significance of nineteen days, not fourteen and not seventeen? That was we were in the hospital with my dad, you know, going out for it was nineteen days. We spent nineteen days in the hospital. With which him. which meant you were, you were counting the hours, counting the days. And it's, yeah, I'm just I didn't know. I think my mom mentioned uh, nineteen days, um, and then I just like snuck out to the garage and wrote it real quick. And I was like, hey, look, guys. Look what I can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, beautiful song. Again, thank you for sharing that with us. And so, you know, I, I think, you know, let's talk about, like I said, what, what you plan to do, because there's a, there's a trajectory here. There's a journey we, that, that I've, like I said, in the articles that I read about you, and I hope that the folks will go out. This will spur people, you know, to, to come out and, and find more uh, songs from you and more about your background. But the journey started somewhere, and now you're. Where do you think you're going now, next, with that journey? Where do, what do you What do you feel? I'm wondering that too. Where do you think I'm going? See, I like that though because that's what we're. That's what a lot of musicians are asking. Feel party barn. Yeah. Party barn. Yeah, where, yeah. Where are we going? That's. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to my barn. I'm, I think I'm going home. I didn't drive. Eric, I'm going wherever Eric takes me. He wants, yeah. yeah, yeah. He whatever. He, he wants me to get naked. I think something so, at the whatever yeah, he said at the so, beginning of this like podcast. That. Like well, that. The idea is, dudes, that. I'll be real. Eric creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Eric's interested in what you're doing, and that's what I'm saying. So, so am I. I guess the, the whole idea there again: be present, just live in the now. What, what is there in the future, right? Are you? Um, I well, I'm gonna release an album, and then I have an album before that that is I never released. I have so many freaking songs and I just never released them, and I don't know why I do that. Um, but those everything's gonna come out, and I want to make videos, and then. Um, I'm always doing stuff, so eventually it will just everyone will see it that I've been well, doing stuff. And you used to play it. around town. I think you have a show coming up, right? So I have be, a show on the 27th at, yeah. at the Townsend and stuff. I like to play. I like playing. I, touring is. I should clarify that I um, I love playing music to people so much, and I appreciate people so much. I, I don't want to like sound like this dark like a dark brooding dude or whatever but because uh, i'm not i'm just like yeah. i don't know I, I and when i play oh i love it so much and i want to clarify also one thing bob schneider is one of the few people who whenever i my phone rings and it's bob i answer it <laughs> not eric what about when eric calls not you? eric, eric no. texts me he doesn't i, 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 tell you, I don't even he doesn't I don't even go there well, well, he, well you know he texts me i'm glad you pointed that out because i don't get that sense either you're brooding or moody I, I there's actually a very good airy you know an uplifting quality to to many of your songs and i think i like you know on balloons and some of the other things that i was listening to is like wow this it, like you said it makes you want to dance there are there are some dance and the production value in those songs there's so, hope there <laughs> I'm always the yeah the the um, the anchor or the connecting rope the factor and all this stuff is is hope you know that uh, there's all there's hope I don't maybe there's not but I'm gonna say there is there's hope everybody don't 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 tell me don't look at look at look away. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. There, and I think that's a good segue to, to, to end the show because there is hope. you got to keep the hope as a musician, as an artist, and what we do. Let's just keep moving forward. And, and that's what we hope to do by, by uh, learning about Danny and organizations like Black Fret and what we're doing with Transient Mike. It really is great to, to preserve. And, and thank you for sharing today. Thank you. It was for a really, really good time. I, I'm, I like you guys. And thanks for having me. You guys got great energy. Thanks, man. Cool. All right, cool. All right, so we're out. Everybody have a good time. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Yep, we're living legends, all right. Mm. The songs Living Legends and 19 Days were performed by Danny Malone and recorded at Transient Mike Studio in Austin, Texas. Performance engineer and podcast editor Jeremy Fowler. Many thanks to Jeremy Briones for letting us use the Yamaha MC1202 soundboard. The four-track series was tracked on a quarter-inch reel-to-reel Tascam 44 tape machine donated by the family of Mike McCormick. Transient Mike is a nonprofit organization devoted to the preservation of music and sound. For more information, go to transientmike.org. If you would like to be a sponsor, feel free to contact us at info at transientmike.org. The four-track series is a production of Transient Mike. I'm your host, David Ventura-Garcia. Thank you for listening. David and Jeremy's podcast. Oh, get yourself a tape machine, you silly little weird. You're so weird. You're weirdo. <laughs> <laughs>